With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino at chumbacasino.com. Choose from hundreds of social casino-style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another edition of the NBA Slate Starter. Happy Tuesday to everybody but Danny Green. I'm Eric, joined alongside my buddy Ren Pack over here. Oh, oh, the other way. Got to go the other way. Uh, we're going to break down today's DraftKings, a six-game slate and a five-game slate over on FanDuel. We have one game that's full of injuries, full of COVID and craziness and... Oh, man, it's going to be something over on DraftKings tomorrow with that 4 p.m. West Coast and 7 p.m. Eastern Time game of Miami and Philly. But we'll get to all of those things. Rinpak, how was the bloodbath today? I mean, we had a nice explosion from Joel Embiid in the first half, put around just shy of uh, 37 fantasy points, and then ended the night with 41. Obviously, we had to keep in mind it was a front half of a back-to-back for Philly. And uh, he didn't get it. He didn't. Uh, he didn't pay off his price tag. And along with him and Danny Green, um, mainly really upsetting uh, the chalk uh, chalk lineups. And additionally, late scratch of Colin Sexton, which really burned me. I was really upset by that, uh, especially because I was really high on him, even though he was going to be playing around low thirty minutes. He was the own true lone ball handler for the Cleveland Cavaliers tonight. But man. The season's like off to quite the start in terms of the late scratches and news. Uh, we got to move on to tomorrow, and we got some exciting games to talk about and some studs that we can definitely pay up for with all the value that's opening up now. Yeah, we got a lot of that. We also have the same situations for a lot of these teams where let's just run back Philly one more day. Uh, it's going to be something. Maybe Danny Green could exist tomorrow because I'm still upset, but. Oh, I'm just happy to have today done with. Let's uh, let's go right to it, I guess. Uh, before we get started, though, uh, if you could, if you're watching on YouTube, uh, go down to the bottom box, click the thumbs up, click the subscribe button. Uh, lets you know when all of our stuff is going live over here at awesomeo.com, and uh, it just helps us a lot. So uh, please, please, please do that, and we'll get ourselves going. Uh, starting at point guard over on DraftKings tomorrow, you've got James Harden, 10,800. Same jar- James Harden, uh, and yet so, so different. We we just can't get that ceiling game out of him here this year. We're, we're trying, I guess, against L.A., against the Lakers. Uh, last game, it, it made sense. You know, again, Lakers are a good defensive team, but Harden has a ceiling everywhere. 
he's he's always shown a propensity to just kind of take over a game at some point. So uh, he'll be that wild card that at five, six, seven percent, whatever he ends up at, I know it'll be low. Uh, well, it depends. The value will be showing up too, but he's he's somebody that we know can spike a ceiling at any moment. Uh, LeBron James with his permanent Q tag sitting next to him. I love that tattoo. He's questionable. Ten K. Uh, Steph Curry against Indianapolis, uh, or against excuse me, Indiana. Uh, Steph Curry just sitting there at ninety eight hundred. A lot of lot of studs that we're going to be paying up for at point guard if we can. Uh, talk to me a little bit about them. Yeah, James Harden's been quite disappointing. LeBron James has been disappointing the last couple of times out. Steph Curry was disappointed the last time out, but he had an impressive 68 fantasy point game against the Clippers two games ago. One of those guys is going to be pretty good. I'm going to take my chances with Steph Curry in a spot where you get the three-point bonus. I do prefer LeBron to Harden. I'm a little getting a little nervous with this Harden usage of late. Uh, he hasn't taken north of 20 shots in the last four games. That's kind of concerning for me, and that price tag is tough if Harden's not going to be putting up those shot numbers. He's also not getting to the line that much. There was a game two games ago. He didn't go to the line once. Isn't that ridiculous? James Harden not going yeah. to the damn I, line. I think the narrative we might be looking at is that he's just coasting, that he's just trying to stay healthy until somebody comes and saves him from his situation. Uh, maybe he's just wrapping himself in bubble bubble wrap and just sitting there on the in the corners and not really getting that involved. Uh, it is so weird to see James Harden only have 10, 10 free throws in his last three games. That makes no sense to me. So uh, keep on rolling. No, for sure. And like, I think on FanDuel, Curry's 9,600, Malcolm Brogdon's 8,400. It's an interesting game stack option if you want to run both of those point guards as the two highest point guards on FanDuel. Over there in DK, Shea Gilgis Alexander is point guard only at 50 fantasy points each game out. 50, 51 and a half, 55. And obviously shooting efficiency has gone up with the result of that. He's picking up some extra rebounds through it. He had a double-double in one of those past three games, but man, slow to start off the season in terms of paying off his price tag yeah uh taking a look at some of these guys in the bottom range uh we do have the spurs back again on this slate uh i guess not even the bottom just kind of that mid-range Dejounte murray patty mills you're gonna have a lot of the usual suspect for the spurs too i mean this is going to be a slate where that mid-range of value you've got these guys in the bottom end of value over on DraftKings with with the Miami and Philly game, as long as that goes, uh, it's there's going to be premium options all over the place at point guard tomorrow. Uh, anybody else sitting there in that bottom end that you might have your your eyes on? Yeah, down at the bottom end, we saw Aaron Holiday go to the bench, uh, play off the bench. He's at 3,300. Uh, that's kind of interesting, but not necessarily. It's just a pure punt play over there. The bottom end is really, really ugly, man. Uh, there's a mid-tier option in 7K, Jamal Murray against Brooklyn. Jamal Murray has been very upsetting the last two games. Uh, hasn't topped 22 fantasy points in either of the last two games. So I do expect that to turn around in a favorable Brooklyn matchup. That's It's really tough to pay down tomorrow. I don't see anyone that stands out to me right now. Yeah. Uh, keep an eye on the Colin Sexton situation. I'll be willing to go back to him. He's down at 6,600 against Utah. Yep. Burned me too. And I, I will say my favorite point guard play continues to be Shea Gilgis Alexander, 8K on DraftKings. Uh, as long as that price isn't moving, 
uh, it's somebody that I'm just going to always have a lot of. And uh, we'll jump. We'll use that as a little bit of a segue over to shooting guard. Is uh, James Harden's up at ten four uh, over on FanDuel? Shea Gilgis Alexander eighty five hundred. DeRozan already ruled out. Uh, Karis Levert seventy nine hundred. So we saw him get inserted into the starting lineup. Uh, I'm curious. Can you just talk to me a little bit about how you think that affects him, Durant, and do you think this is a good thing for Karis Levert going forward as long as Kyrie Irving's still out? Well, no, obviously you would like him to play um majority of his minutes in terms of fantasy uh, usage and whatnot without Ke- without Kevin Durant. He still had 24% uh, usage when he was on the court, I believe, last time out. I'm going to like uh, $7,900 Karis LeVert against Denver potentially if his ownership is low. Um, but 7900 is a steep price tag if you're going to be sharing uh, quite a bit of minutes with Kevin Durant. I like uh, saving an extra hundred dollars and going to Donovan Mitchell. Mitchell uh, is slowly, slowly coming back um, into his all-star form. He only had uh, 33 fantasy points against Detroit last time, but he did put up 50 against Milwaukee uh, a couple games ago. So I like Mitchell. Saved those hundred dollars from uh, Levert as a pure pivot play if ownership is high on Levert. Mm-hmm. I like Sexton if he'll play. That's $6,900. That makes for a, a fine... Uh, play if he doesn't now just keep an eye on that situation he just didn't seem right apparently after they ruled him as a starter and whatnot so really upsetting there i think we can go to wiggins uh for sure wiggins played 34 minutes last time out man wiggins had some very impressive defensive sequences in the raptors game last time out i like wiggins at 6600 and some uh other options, uh, we can definitely consider going back to the well in Lonnie Walker there. 5,200 was very impressive last time out against Minnesota, and he's playing against Oklahoma City. Eric, do you have any interest in some uh, Lugans Dort or a P.J. Dozier who was very uh, played very well in 17 minutes last time out and pay down options on FanDuel? Yeah, uh, P.J. Dozier probably not so much. Um, he, he did look all right. He was, he was a punt that I was kind of use, utilizing a little bit. He was 3,200 over on DraftKings, uh, and now he's 3,700. So that's not nearly as enticing. Hamidi Diallo just went completely nuts the other night. So that's somebody that, uh, I'm not sure what his tag is over on FanDuel, but I know he's shooting guard eligible on DraftKings, 5,300. And speaking of DraftKings, I'm burying a little bit of the lead at shooting guard. Tyler Hero should come in as probably the highest owned player on the slate. Yeah. Miami has nobody active. Uh, as I'm just kind of like looking at this list, Bam Adebayo ruled out. Jimmy Butler, Goran Dragic. Uh, Kelly Olenek is probable, so he's he's looking good to come back in. Avery Bradley out. Udonis Haslam, not that that mattered, out. Uh, Mo Harkless. And 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 it matters now in this in this regard. Kendrick Nunn out would have been somebody that I would have had interest in, but he's out as well. All of those guys that uh, are close contacts or have COVID, and it's it's just going to be a complete mess. But Tyler Hero seems like your clear cut sixty seven hundred dollar uh, smash play for Miami tomorrow. Uh, not that you won't have interest in everybody across the board there, but there's just nobody else that's really going to be able to to be handling the ball, doing the things that they need to in that offense. I mean, Andre Iguodala is looking at playing some point guard, probably. Uh, Max Struess uh, played 12 minutes back on the 29th of December. I don't know who that is, and I cover this quite a bit. So uh, that just tells you what you're looking at for some of these other options for Miami. Is there anybody else that you have interest in, or are we moving along? No, I think we can also consider Duncan Robinson at 4,800. 
uh, especially on DK where you get the three-point bonus. Max Struess, if he's starting at 3K, I don't mind him. I was looking at his college stats at DePaul. He put up 20 points a game there in DePaul. But obviously that's the Big East and nothing like obviously not the strongest of college basketball competition. Mm-hmm. Max Struess will be interesting if he starts cause, just because he's 3K. And with 3K, that will open things up for a bunch of other studs who are on the slate. Like we already already talked about Harden, LeBron, and Curry. And there's going to be a couple more in Jokic and uh, some other bigs in Embiid as well. So we're going to need some types of value uh, options on DK, especially where we can play a 3K player. I'll take advantage of it if he's ruled a starter. Yeah. I mean, Max, he's 5,500. Hero, 6,700. It's not like either one of them are like completely free on this slate. So that's very true. You got to still find some of those lower end guys to to be able to pay up for, for how, however many studs you can fit into your lineup tomorrow. So uh, before we get over to small forward, we're continuing on with the uh, NBA packages at awesome.com slash join NBA. Uh, we have packages starting at $4.95. We have multiple options for you, depending on what your needs are, depending on if you're the casual player, somebody who's a professional. We have things that are catered to you no matter what level you're playing at. Projections, uh, Slack chat, we have everything over here at Osmo. So make sure that you take a look at that, awesomo.com slash join NBA. Going over to the small forward position, LeBron James, 10,000 on DraftKings, Ben Simmons, uh, he's got a Q tag next to him. So it's saying that he's expected to return for for that heat game so that obviously is going to be a knock against maxi which is why i think we didn't really bring him up earlier but i mean they're still going to need him he's still going to play a lot of minutes and we'll see how much he can handle coming into coming off of tonight i'll go through a couple of those box scores and probably cover some of that on the nba slate starter article uh just to kind of give you guys a heads up on the difference between the two slates tomorrow uh, going to DeMar DeRozan, he's out as well. Tobias Harris, questionable. So it's saying that uh, it's he's somebody who could possibly come back. That whole Philly-Miami game is just going to be so crazy to deal with on DK. So uh, over on FanDuel, Kevin Durant, 10,100 completely he smashed the other night. So you're going to see that usage go way up. I love that he played 37 minutes right out of the gate. There's really no concerns there, but 36 and 11 look fantastic. I have no problems with him being the guy that you spend up for on FanDuel. And I think I'm going to probably do that as much as I possibly can. Uh, Talk to me a little bit about small forward up top. Yeah, both. You got some, uh, both fine pay up options in LeBron and KD. I think box, uh, Game log watchers could see LeBron has been kind of slow the last couple of times out in terms of not topping 50 fantasy points while KD just did it last time out. Kind of just like a flip-flop ownership uh, ownership game that you could uh, take advantage of if you're going to plan on rostering one. Maybe we could uh, find a way to find enough value to roster two. But going down, you can definitely consider Will Barton uh, against uh, Brooklyn. I, I don't mind that at 5,700. I think Kelly Oubre is fine option, 5,300. Uh He's slowly just getting around. I know he uh, didn't finish the game, didn't close the game against the Clippers when the Warriors went on that uh, very, very impressive comeback on Friday night last time out, but played well against Toronto. I, I like it, Uber at that price tag. I think we could definitely consider Rudy Gay, but his minutes are always a concern because he didn't even play 20 minutes time, last time out without DeRozan. Yeah. In terms I noticed of value, that that was not fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kelton Johnson, yeah, sixty two hundred. Somebody that I like there at small forward too. Chetty Osman is six K on DraftKings. Chetty Osman, 
5,100 on FanDuel, more playable, more enticing. Uh, I expect him to garner some ownership there. I mean, that whole mid-range at small forward is actually uh, pretty deep. You go Keldon Johnson, 6,600. Will Barton, 5,700. Kelly Oubre, 5,300. Chetty, 5,100. Joe Harris, 4,900. Like, you're going to see a lot of that ownership flock to that middle ground on on FanDuel. So I'm seeing if there's anything down here at the bottom. I mean, Joe Ingles is a game-time decision uh, with that Achilles injury. So somebody that, I mean, he's never a fun play, but he might be able to get you a little bit more savings down there at 4,400. And then Justin Holiday, who started tonight, I saw, I, I didn't see how he's playing, but uh, 4,500, uh, he started for his brother Aaron, and they kind of flip-flopped roles. So uh, somebody that you could also maybe punt with down there at small forward on, on FanDuel. But uh, man, that mid-range is is pretty stacked. So I see a lot of builds going Kevin Durant and one of them from that middle ground. Uh, is there anybody else cheaper than that that you might consider? I'll keep an eye on the Cleveland situation. Isaac Okoro did put up 20 fantasy points in 40 minutes of play today. So <laughs> so he's a point five producer. Jackpot. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, it's so crazy. Um, yeah, Isaac Okoro, defensive Auburn specialist. One of uh, Over there over there on um, DraftKings where Iguodala has small forward, power forward eligibility, 3,300. I, I like that quite a bit. Yeah, I like that too. Uh, all right, we're moving along. We're cruising today. I guess uh, – a little bit of a respite from some of those 10 and 11 game slates from earlier where we won't go 35, 40 minutes. We'll be able to keep this one a little bit more brief. Uh, moving over to power forward. Uh, we'll start over on DraftKings here. So sitting at the top, Anthony Davis, Q tag, shocking. Oh my goodness. Shocking, shocking. 9,500. Uh, Kevin Durant, 9,400. Only power forward on on DraftKings. So uh, he's <laughs> such a good play there. That's just That tag is... $1,000 too low. Uh, DeMontis Sabotis, who kind of struggled in the first half. Hopefully he makes a little bit of a run for those who have him here in the second half tonight. Uh, sitting at 9,300 against Golden State, he'll definitely garner some ownership. And then Larry Nance, LaMarcus Aldridge, 6,300, should definitely, definitely garner some ownership. Uh, who kind of piques your interest up top here at Power Forward? Now, power Forward, Anthony Davis. I'm always going to have interest in Anthony Davis. Uh, he was very impressive in the first half against Houston. He had around 30 fancy points in that first half, and he definitely did slow slow down against the Rockets as the Lakers proceeded to blow them out. Uh, I like uh, Anthony Davis uh, as a pivot off of Durant and Sabonis. Let's see what their ownership can come in. And Davis always has the upside of being the highest scoring player on the slate. So keep in mind with Anthony Davis, just – how, how big his upside can really be. I really like Kevin Durant's price tag, 9,400. He's only power forward eligibility there. So that's kind of uh, annoying because DK tends to just give out multi-eligibility to everyone and their mom. Uh, KD didn't get that. So KD coming at 9,400. I like that quite a bit. Kelly Olenek, 5,300. Smash play if he's going to start. Uh, they're just going to have to give him the minutes and he's going to have to run with it. I know he's playing against Philly. They're just going to need his minutes and presence more than anything. And if he's going to play like a mid-30 minutes, I'm going to have to project him for almost low 40 fancy points if he's going to get that much run. Yeah, I love it. I, dude, I, it's a good thing I was on mute because I laughed so hard when you said that. I don't, I don't know. I, I just didn't expect that out of you. You've got a little bit of a – you've got jokes tonight. I, I didn't expect it coming. It came down the pipeline. Uh, going down at Power 4 or 2, uh, one guy I do want to point out, just because he has had these random 40, 45, 
50 point outbreaks in the last couple of years. And it's impossible to pick when it's coming. And I, I, I'm kind of even just gross recommending this, but 5,300 Royce O'Neal is somebody that I actually have a little bit of interest in. Why are you looking stop, like that? Stop. You got to oh. stop. You got to stop. You got to stop. I, okay. I well, can I talk, can't. can I talk him into 3540? I mean, I can't do that. I mean, I don't want to play. I'm sick of Bojan Bogdanovic just doing nothing. He he had that 7.9 game. Uh, who was that again? It was like Brooklyn or something. Yeah, Brooklyn. Rather, he had 7.9. I'd rather find the extra 300 and play Draymond Green. Okay, I, I agree. Well, 400, yeah, 400. I Four. agreed. I, Draymond Green was actually a great call um, from Josh Engelman from Sunday. Uh, he got me on a lot of Draymond Green, but his usage was sitting in that like 9, 10% area. And just by default, Draymond Green is going to have that usage bump up. So uh, somebody at 5,700 on, on FanDuel that had a lot of, a lot of interest in. And then 5,600 on, on DraftKings. We know the kind of upside. I mean, I, I think the days of Draymond Green triple doubles might be over uh, where he was routinely packing that. He'd have like 10 point, 10 rebound, 11 assist triple doubles all the time. And I don't know what it. He he had like an absolute ceiling game last time out, and uh, you know well, he that just, missed just out about on happened by one. So yeah, that's what I'm yeah. saying is that like he missed it by one, but I'm saying that like I I don't expect that to happen nearly as much as it used to. Like that used to be like a routine Draymond thing, but with Ubre there, with Wiggins there, uh, it's it's going to be more difficult. But man, he he did look good the last couple games out, and I love that his minutes are starting to get up into the 30s again. Uh, that he's getting the run, that he looks good. Uh, yeah, just burning off that COVID weight like the rest of us. So uh, getting over to center here to finish out. Uh, anything Anything else you wanted to talk about on Power Forward before we move on? Yeah, I think we can mention uh, Trey Lyles. He did play 35 minutes last time. Uh, that's a lot of minutes, and he's <laughs> 3,600 on FanDuel, so definitely consider Trey Lyles if um, – if he starts again on DK, we have to talk about precious uh, Achua. I love that. 3,100. Yeah. At 3,100, you're going to have to like him quite a bit. I uh, definitely consider precious over there in DK where that Miami game is present on their slate. Uh, Bogdanovich is going to have to have a game man. he, he just like, I know he was hurt. No, he doesn't. And he needs to cut like, he needs to represent the Bogdanoviches. Uh, Wait, they're not related, this. right? They're not related. No. no okay, good. Yeah. I, so just I can't remember who it was earlier today players. said they were siblings to me. Somebody somebody in our crew. I don't remember who. I'm going to have to call them out. But, uh, well, they're, they, they're just last name twins. That's about it. Yeah, that, that's fair. Uh, if you have a last name like Achiwowo, you don't have a you don't have a twin. So that makes it that makes it easier, <laughs> I guess. Uh, uh, Precious Achiwa. Sure Precious Achua. Yeah, no, he's a he's a beast. I love watching that dude play. He's just like high energy. Again, I there's these Montrez Harrell roles that exist in the NBA, and he's just another one. Precious Achua is just awesome at it. Uh, I love watching him play, so no slander there. All the slander in the world to Mike Scott, who uh, has the easiest name to pronounce, and I hate him today because once he got rolled in starting, I just jammed as much at the min as I could in the last like two minutes and... I don't know if you know this, but it did not go well. So, uh, so yeah. So now we'll move over to center to finish out our night. Uh, sitting at the top end on DraftKings, uh, Nikola Jokic, eleven thousand uh, dollars. Joel Embiid coming off of uh, kind of limited minutes. They ended up just resting him there at the end, twenty three minutes in in the Atlanta game. So, so that's a plus. I remember I saw that earlier uh, that 
that <laughs> it just made sense. As soon as I saw that they were on this slate in that afternoon, I guess I should have factored in a little bit more of that uh, blowout run. But you try not to factor in blowouts in that kind of a situation. And he was going to get every single bit of usage he can handle. So still got to like Joel Embiid tomorrow so, so long as he plays. And then DeMontis Sabonis and Andre Drummond uh, sitting at that high end as well. So Andre Drummond, 9,100. Uh, not so much let people down today. I think you just kind of had like a middling 46.5 DraftKings points performance against Memphis, uh, but played 35 minutes. So on a back-to-back, uh, I think, you know, he'll, he should be able to get right around that same number, I would hope. I would hope. So uh, talk to me a little bit about center now. Yeah, I think if we saw 37, if you were to tell me uh, Embiid got 37 fantasy points in the first half against uh, the limited roster uh, the Sixers had, I, I thought he was well on his way to 60. It's really disappointing that he they had to rest him. Obviously, front half of back-to-back, and they need him, especially for tomorrow. Uh, we, I'm definitely going to like Embiid again. Uh, it's a back-to-back. Keep in mind for like a chance that he might get ruled out, but Embiid, if Embiid is playing, if Simmons is playing and Harris is playing, uh, obviously Embiid won't be as interesting, but 9,700, we know what Embiid can do. I like Jokic. I like Drummond quite a bit. Uh, I like Jokic against a potential Jared Allen matchup. Uh, Jokic should perform well. I think he's just on an MVP tear right now. Uh, I think we can definitely consider Andre Drummond just because Seems like he's going to be uh, 19 and 15 every night, 20 and 15 every night. So it's such a nice floor. Um, and his minutes seem a lot more safe of late. And against Utah as well. Uh, let's see how he's done against Gobert in the past. He's done pretty well. And if he's going to play mid-30 minutes, I, I'm going to like Drummond uh, a decent amount. And Fandle is especially it's so important to get that center position right. I think we could consider Miles Turner as a GVP play against Golden State. I think he'll be very, very uh, low-owned. And he can really rack up the blocks over there on FanDuel, which is really important. Al Horford finally broke the fantasy point. That's my guy. Last night. Yep. Against the Spurs. 5,500 over on FanDuel, 5,900 over on DraftKings. Sunday, that was... That was the guy who could win you some tournaments and some spots, and he did so in 28 minutes. So uh, there's definitely some upside. I, I guess that Brooklyn game got a little bit. Did it get a little bit out, out of hand towards the end from what I remember? Um, I know it finished at a 13-point game, but I, I feel like towards the end, they just didn't even need to bring Horford back. Um, I'll double-check on popcornmachine.net, which is a great resource resource for everybody, by the way, just be able to check some of those minutes. But, uh, but Al Horford, 28 minutes. Uh, I'm going to go right back to the well again tomorrow. His price tag didn't change over on FanDuel after an awesome outing. So uh, feels like an enticing spot. And if you're trying to jam in some other spurs in a lineup, he makes a great run back with Shea. So I'm, I'm going right back to the well there. Uh, anybody else down here in the bottom end that you're kind of looking at? James Wiseman, perhaps, or any other kind of a punt? Over there in DK, LaMarcus Soldiers has power forward center eligibility, 6,300. Played uh, 37 minutes uh, last time out. Seems like that little injury um, uh, minutes limitation is kind of behind him. I like 6,300 LaMarcus Aldridge quite a bit. Uh, I think we can definitely consider a uh, uh, option in DeAndre Jordan only because let's say if Jared Allen gets in foul trouble against a tough Nikola Jokic matchup or he struggles, maybe DeAndre Jordan gets extra run potentially. But that's just a GPP play. And if you're building many, many lineups over there for DeAndre Jordan, 
And Precious also has center eligibility on DK. At 3,100, I expect him to play quite a bit of minutes from uh, Miami tomorrow. So on DK, definitely take advantage of Precious where you can play him there. Yeah, if you love locking your entire lineup in uh, with the first game of the day, make sure you play over as much as possible on DraftKings tomorrow because <laughs> that is going to be the popular way to go. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna throw that out there right now. So, uh, so yeah, anybody anybody else in this Philly? So I guess the last thing I should talk about specifically on DraftKings, uh, these centers and how they rotated. Talk a little bit about Embiid, Howard, Bradley, and Reed. Just uh, to kind of finish this out here, uh, anybody out of that other than Embiid that you would have any interest in going into tomorrow? No, I don't think so. I think anyone outside of Embiid would be getting a little too cute, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Uh, another center who's pretty, uh, who's been an impressive fantasy point producer. I don't know if he's going to be available to play in Miami. Is uh, minimum price uh, Chris Chris Silva? Silva. So. Yeah. I love that. I love that call too. There's so, just a bunch of like news and like a lot of summer league players who have done well, preseason players who have done well that I've kept in mind of in this Miami situation. Hopefully, I get to take uh, get a chance to take advantage of it tomorrow. Man, do you have any like uh, long shot GPP plays over there on Fanduel or DK? Oh boy, put me on the spot here a little bit. Uh, long shot. Oh, God, I I feel like Rudy Gay. I hate I hate myself so much that I I might have to like find a way to get back to him. Um, I don't really know what is going on with it. I think I just lost you there for a second. Uh, if you get that rebooted here, uh, we'll, we'll keep on moving. But a uh, couple of GP play, GPP plays I might have my eyes on. Uh, Darius Baisley, 6,400, continually burning people, continually letting people down. But I really do like uh, this OKC San Antonio game. To, to be a kind of like a an underlooked game, specifically on DraftKings too, where ev- all that ownership is going to be flocking to Miami and Philly. If you kind of wait on the San Antonio OKC game, there's there's some shootout potential in that. And I, I think there's just so many pieces that can pop there where uh, if you saw something like tonight where Philly gets ran out of the gym, uh, some of those prices have definitely come up. They're not just min price guys anymore. Uh, the Miami side is definitely the better source of value just because you have so many guys near the min. And then you have a clear cut stud who's going to eat up all the usage like Tyler Hero at 6,700. So uh, I will have a lot of interest in that San Antonio OKC game. How about yourself? Anybody that you're looking for for the last flyer of the night? No, no one necessarily. I think like just uh, rotating the Miami value in different aspects of your lineup. They're going to be very popular even if you just build one lineup. It's going to be tough for me not to have a couple Miami guys if I'm even just building one lineup, uh, especially over there in DK. On FanDuel, things are a lot more interesting. There's not much as much value available over there. More of a balance build might be the way to go. And uh, seeing what news might come out tomorrow just because like we're dealing with it every day. Uh Fandle seems like more of a balanced approach, and DK seems like more of a stars and scrubs approach, especially for tomorrow. Yeah, I definitely agree with you. You must be a sharp guy. I think that's really what it comes down to. I think you're pretty good at DFS or something. So, uh, so yeah, I think that's all we got for today. Uh, kept that under, and that was a nice tight 30 minutes. So, uh, so we're going to get ourselves out of here. Anything else you want to plug on the way out, Rinpak? No, I just want to say good luck, everybody. I mean, it's another going to be a wild Tuesday slate. And uh, make sure to check out all of the programming we have at the site. Check news, late swap. Get out of here and good luck, everybody. Take it easy. We'll see you on Wednesday.